WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Keel and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And away we go, live on this Monday, February 12th. It is indeed Kale and Company, right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always live on the free Odyssey app, and of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube. As we head until 10 o'clock this morning, 855-839-1210, the phone number on social media at 1210WPHT. I'm at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L, Don Stenzlin with the news, Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board, Phil Omquist, Anthony Dorenzo, our associate producers. Hopefully all of you had a great weekend and a great Super Bowl Sunday. Dawn, good morning. How are you? Yeah, good morning. Gregory? You know, everybody's saying, oh, the game was boring. That was a great football game. It was. It was a great football game. The Agreed. second second half, much better than the first half. First yeah. half, a little slow. Yeah. yeah. But the second half was some of the best football I've ever seen. It was, it was a, a really good night all around. It was. Uh, I won damn near every one of my bets. Me too. Woo, good Taylor, job. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are a happy couple. They've got a Smooch. Lombardi trophy, a kiss. Yeah. A lot of smooches. It's like high school. Unbelievable. And Commercials ev- were okay. Halftime wasn't bad. And everybody hates Travis Kelsey this morning. Why do they hate him? Because he pushed Andy? Yeah. <laughs> Saw people reacting to that going nuts. I, I, I literally stayed off. Because, I, I, first of all, I can't watch a four-hour pregame show. I didn't watch any of the television coverage yesterday leading up to the game. And I didn't go on social media once Amen. during that game. Amen. I was like, I am not. There's just too much going on. Yeah. The game, my bets, the commercials. I'm trying to pick. As soon as I pull my phone out, it's going to be a wrap. And I'm going to get sucked into a rabbit hole. So uh, I laid low yesterday. Good. Yeah. Good. You're learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. On the biggest day of the year, <laughs> yep. I laid low. But we got a lot of good stuff to get to this morning. Because the Biden administration is not laying low after uh-uh. that damning her report from the special counsel and the investigation conclusions. We will get to that this morning in our big take. 86% of Americans that were polled by ABC now say Joe is too old to run and serve. Carl Rove says it will not be who some of us have speculated it could be. We'll get to that this morning. Cut sheet will be loaded. Also a very interesting column from one of my writing bosses, Charles McElwee, who wrote for Politico about the changing landscape politically in Pennsylvania when you head out to the center portions of the state. We'll get to that this morning as well. But before we get to all of that, Let's get to the news. Round number one at 6.04. For that, we give you the great Dawn Stenzel. And good morning this Monday morning, February 12th. 42 degrees right now, headed up to 51 degrees. But I'll tell you, when the big change is on the way, we could see snow and a lot of slush coming soon. Uh, Right now, Philadelphia police investigating after the bomb squad responded to a southwest Philadelphia apartment complex. That was early this morning. A device 
did explode. So the bomb squad, that's why the bomb squad was called in. Police as well as firefighters called to the scene there, 4500 block of Larchwood Avenue. And so initially they heard a man was suffering from injuries from fireworks, some kind of maybe he was celebrating overnight with the Super Bowl. We don't know the answers to that one, but they say the man in his 30s has extensive injuries to both hands after some type of device went off. The the apartment building was evacuated as the bomb squad investigated. He was rushed to the hospital where he's in stable condition. We have Philadelphia police releasing new images of a suspect believed to have fired a gun, a firearm, around a crowd of teenagers, juveniles, right near Temple University's campus. This happened Saturday night. And so ultimately, some 500 teenagers and children and juveniles, according to police, had gathered right near the Leacorus Center there. This was something that was sparked by a some kind of a, one of those online media hookups where they all decided online to the credit of Temple University and the authorities and police, they saw it. They've been monitoring that. And so they were ready for that. Police say they were trying to disperse the crowd. However, and, and initially they said the teenagers were gathering. Everything was peaceful. This was like 430 in the afternoon. So no problems as, as at that point. But they were running in, through traffic. And that was a problem there on Broad Street. Ultimately, somebody fires that weapon at the meetup. And that was Broad Street, Cecil B. Moore Avenue, that they somebody fired into the air. So we don't have anybody shot. That's the good news. But you can't do that. Were, now, these were students or they were not Temple no. students? Okay. No, these are underage, uh, you know, under 16, 15, 14, 13-ish. Yeah. Little punks that say, hey, uh, we're going to meet up here. Check your DMs on Instagram. Exactly. That's the way they coordinate these things. We saw this with Meatball yeah. with the looting, right? Yeah. Everybody's just kind of orchestrated through social media. Here's where you need to be, what time, and the whole bit. Yeah. So they. So to your point, as far as the Citizens app and Temple has its safety procedures, they were warning Temple University students, stay away from the area. But at this point, putting all the videos I guess that's the best they can do. Just put the videos out on mm-hmm. uh, social media and out in the news to uh, warn the parents. And hopefully somebody turns in that one individual fired the shot. I don't, we don't have word of a reward as of this hour. Just want to point your attention to what's going on with Pennsylvania State Representative Kevin Boyle, who's a Democrat from Philadelphia. He was banned from a Montgomery County bar. Why? Well, he was caught on video berating employees. This, according to police, allegedly threatening female staffers at the bar before the police arrived. So uh, pretty, it's it's damning video, I'll just say that, but he's been banned permanently from this bar. And he was under, and under the influence, I would assume? Oh, yeah. Ah. Well, according, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this doesn't look like a double. <laughs> Fill this up. So it's a it's um, Gall and Company Malthouse, popular bar on Huntington Pike there in Rockledge, PA. And so right after midnight, uh, became intoxicated, according to police, calling people idiots and morons and traitors. <laughs> it's I know. just treasonous. It's a sin. <laughs> it's a sin. But ap- apparently there were some individuals who are um, up for a, a, up for a promotion in the military and yelling, do you think I'm going to prevent your promotion in the U.S. military? So it got kind of bizarre. Okay. But you know what I mean? 
but ultimately they've said uh you're banned from you're banned from the bar yeah probably probably best uh so we've got that going on and i'll just mention to you the defense department actually our secretary of defense lloyd austin last week we had talked about the fact that he had come out and been more open about the fact that he had prostate cancer issues, encouraged people. We're hearing this a lot lately with men diagnosed with prostate cancer, a very common type. However, he's back in the hospital, so um, some complications with regard to his bladder. So ultimately now he's back in telling everybody. So his number two who this time is not vacationing okay. anywhere tropical, so Nick. Did he follow the proper chain of command and protocol to let your superiors know that you're you're going to the hospital? Uh, I would submit to you he did the first time, even though he was thrown under the bus. Okay. Initially, he his aides, because he went into ICU, the first time around, the aides had said they did properly notify and his number two was then notified. She was on vacation. Mm-hmm. Biden was on vacation. Yep. There's some mixed stories on this, Nick. The whole, the whole administration's on vacation. Yeah, I'm just thinking something's it's not. It's a part time administration, right. yeah. Don. They work part time. <laughs> Must be nice. So, by the way, we'll have to talk about Super Bowl Monday and <clears throat> how the traffic is a little light this morning. <laughs> Did you notice that as yeah. well? So I, didn't I, see a car, I didn't see a car coming <laughs> no, in. Nobody. So I guess this is one of those days where where everybody calls in sick. So if you look at the percentages, more people call in sick. For for a Kansas City 49ers Super Bowl? Went into overtime, made yeah, history. No, I, I understand. I, I understand. forget. I'm what time saying. did that game end? Do you recall? It looked like, because I watched I watched the second half at like 4 a.m. this morning. Uh-huh. Um, I think it ended at about 10.45. Okay. So it's just about... Four hours in total. Yeah. Because I think it kicked at 6.35 last well, night. Well, the first half took forever. The first half it was did. a bore. And then... And that's why they were exhausted. And then the second half was... Ju- it went just like that. I know. I think they they uh, they ran their their you-know-what off of for all the commercials. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They made a lot of money. 25-22. I watched up until I went through the overtime... So I watched it when it went to, they were tied. Mm-hmm. Then they go, they do the, the kickers were amazing, but then they go to the OT. Now I'm trying to watch because I just want to see. Phil, can you, can you. Is Taylor going to kiss him? Oh, Phil, God. Uh, Phil, can I just want to see the kiss. Phil, can you pull up the last, uh, the last play the Chiefs win the Super Bowl on overtime? We just, we have the video. So if you're watching right now on YouTube, uh, yeah. YouTube.com. This is how the. Super Bowl last night ended. Nicole Hardman. Yeah, there it, yeah. Is. And there it is. Well, Andy Reid's got his third trophy. Woo! Dynasty. Congrats. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a dynasty yeah. now. They're they're they, they qualify. So. And then we go right to Taylor Swift as soon as the as they soon couldn't as get there fast enough. Could they? As soon as, the, as, soon as they uh, they won, we go right to the, yeah. the 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 Kelsey box that apparently he paid uh, Travis Kelsey paid one million dollars for a million according, bucks uh, according to yeah. the internet. Yeah. Wow. According to the internet, he had uh, Taylor was there and his yep. family was there. Blake Lively. Did you see the couches they had almost down at like field level? That way, they look like casino couches where like the high rollers would sit with like the champagne bottles. Yeah, I I, I think those are going for a few, probably a few million a pop. Yeah, it's unbelievable. The couches? Yeah, and I think it includes bottle service and all sorts of like your own waiter. Wow. Um, yeah. It's pretty remarkable. Uh, can we have uh, Taylor Swift chugging a beer on national TV? Oh, like we have that, that one yeah. too? Yeah. 
Hey, she it, can chug whatever she wants, man. The Chiefs covered. It was cut or it was caught on the jumbotron there. Her and uh, that's Mahomes' wife, right? Yeah, Brittany Mahomes. Yeah, who's now on the is going to be a Illust- Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Yeah, I like know? that. After she does it, she she slams the cup down. Yeah, she's like, you know, take that PBR. What do you think she's drinking? Uh, Mick Ultra. Water. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Water. You knew exactly where I was going with she's that. Drinking, she's not drinking beer. You don't think so? No. Okay. Just because she's a health nut and mm-hmm. because she's going to have a long night, she hasn't seen her boyfriend. They, she's, She's been on tour. Yeah. And he's been... And, you know, Andy Reid is strict with it. I don't know if it's an NFL thing, mm-hmm. but they don't see... Those players are not allowed to see their wives or girlfriends a day or two before the... Like, it's, they a good, it's a good policy. Not allowed. Yeah. yeah. I would I would install that policy as well we, if I was the ball coach. We don't want them spent. That's right. <laughs> you get your hanky panky out of the way on the bye week, pal. We got games to win. Damn it! It's a yeah. sin. Yep. Yeah. Well, let me quickly the forecast. Enjoy today. Fifty one degrees. We've been enjoying unusually warm weather for your enjoyment. I mean, Saturday was incredible. So near sixty degrees Friday and Saturday. Fifty one today. The big change is a coming. Because tomorrow, not only do we cool down, but moving forward, I'll have the precipitation forecast for you as we move through. Some slushy, snowy weather is ahead, and that moves in tomorrow. Oh, yes, some rough commuting for all the people... You know, who have today off and they were feeling a little under the weather. Kale mm-hmm. and Company, News Live. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. 613 as we kick off another week with another big take. The Big Take on Kale and Company. And it's brought to you by Budget Blinds. The Big Take, it's a wrap for Joe. If you thought Thursday was a horrible day for President Joe Biden, you would be correct. If you thought his administration would go quietly into Super Bowl weekend, you'd be wrong. It's curtains for Biden. And I'm officially calling it right now. Either one of two things will happen. Joe will lose the election in November or he will be replaced before Labor Day. Either way, I believe these are the final days of what is a one and done president. And we have a slew of stories focused on Joe Biden that have led me to arrive at this conclusion. Stories and leaks ranging from Politico, CNN, The New York Post and the L.A. Times. But let's start with the usual water boys for Democrats, the usual suspects who go above and beyond to protect Joe Biden, and that is CNN. Brian Stelter may be long gone from the three-letter drowning network, but they still love doing their fact-checking, don't they? Except this time, they are calling out Joe Biden for his lies over classified documents. Listen and watch this. While one thing that President Biden said is basically that he stored the documents in filing cabinets that could be locked. Let's listen. All the stuff that was in my home was in filing cabinets that were either locked or able to be locked. Daniel? Just just not true, John. Uh, This report from the special counsel includes photos. Those photos include shots of a box uh, just sitting in President Biden's Delaware garage. The special counsel described it as a badly damaged box sitting amid household detritus. So there was some material that was in cabinets uh, locked or lockable, as the president said, but all of it certainly not. And that open, unsealed, damaged box included, according to the special counsel, highly sensitive, top-secret material about the war in Afghanistan. Okay, another claim that President Biden made. None of the documents were highly classified. Let's listen. None of it was high classified. Didn't have any of that red stuff on it. You know what I mean? Around the corners? None of that. Daniel? 
that claim that he didn't have any material that was quote-unquote high classified is also not true, John. The special counsel's report says that the president possessed multiple highly classified documents that were indeed marked as being highly classified documents, including some marked as top secret slash SCI, sensitive compartmented information. That is a very high level of classification. For example, special counsel Her uh, discussed two top secret documents about Afghanistan found in that open, unsealed damage box in the garage, one of which Her said contains highly sensitive info about military programs and another that contains info about sensitive intelligence and sources and methods. When CNN is going in on you like that, you know it is undeniable. You know that they know that he is a sinking ship. And the rats are scurrying off the sinking ship as leaks are being let out from those within the administration and made available to the media, such as this headline from Politico, Quote, White House frustration with Garland grows. The president believes the special counsel investigating his handling of classified documents went beyond his remit. And part of the blame is being placed on the AG. Now, we've seen Angry Joe. We've heard Angry Joe. So you just know that Joe Biden is livid with his attorney general, Merrick Garland. Biden's AG was supposed to protect Joe, protect Hunter, and make sure that the trial of Donald Trump was dealt with quick, fast, and in a hurry. Here's an excerpt from Politico. Joe Biden has told aides and outside advisors that Attorney General Merrick Garland did not do enough to rein in a special counsel report stating that the president had diminished mental faculties. That according to two people close to the president, as White House frustration with the head of the Justice Department grows. The report from special counsel Robert Herr ultimately cleared Biden of any charges stemming from his handling of classified documents that were found at Biden's think tank and his home. But Herr's explanation for not bringing charges that Biden would have persuaded the jury that he was a forgetful old man upended the presidential campaign and infuriated the White House. Politico goes on to continue by saying Biden and his closest advisors believe Herr went well beyond his purview and was gratuitous and misleading in his descriptions, according to those two people who were granted anonymity to speak freely. And they put the part of the blame on Garland, who they say should have demanded edits to Herr's report, including around the descriptions of Biden's faltering memory. In White House meetings, aides have questioned why Garland felt the need to appoint a special counsel in the first place, though Biden has publicly said he supported the decision. While Biden himself has not weighed in on Garland's future, most of the president's senior advisors do not believe that the attorney general would remain in his post for a possible second term, that according to those two people. So, wow. Merrick Garland, it looks like he could absolutely be gone. And next, we get to headline number two, courtesy of the New York Post. Quote, White House vents at America's top banker, Jamie Dimon, for backing MAGA. No Oval Office invites. Here's an excerpt. Jamie Dimon, the CEO of America's largest bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, has been iced out of the White House's good graces after apparently endorsing Republican policies and calling Donald Trump, quote, kind of right, the Post has learned. The self-identified Democrat has been labeled MAGA curious by White House insiders after telling Democrats to respect Trump supporters during an eyebrow-raising live TV interview 
at the Davos, Switzerland World Economic Forum in January. Quote, if you look at it, just take a step back and be honest, he's kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. He grew the economy quite well. Tax reform, tax reform worked. He was right about some of China, Diamond 67 told CNBC. And those comments were the death knell in what was already a tense relationship between Diamond and Biden, sources tell the New York Post, particularly with Diamond after he urged Democrats to support Nikki Haley in the GOP primary at the 2023 Deal Book Summit in November. Yikes. Everybody is running from the old man who's lost his faculties. The gravy train is drying up. CNN is torching Joe over his lies. People on his team are yapping to Politico and the New York Post. It looks like it's getting really bad for Joe Biden and his presidency. But don't worry, there's still a select few out there in the dying field of mainstream media and journalism that are willing to look and sound foolish. And that takes me to the failing L.A. Times, who just laid off a ton of people recently with a headline that reads as follows. Age matters, which is why Biden's age is his superpower. The column written by Bill McKibben. Here's an excerpt of this laughable piece. Joe Biden is old. Like each of us, he comes from a particular place in history. In his case, the LBJ years. And that's one big reason why his first term has been so full of accomplishment. His age, often cited as the greatest obstacle to his reelection, is actually his superpower. Still, individual policy decisions don't explain why my organization's members are drawn to Biden. It's not that we reflexively like older politicians. We take seriously the need to pass the torch to a new generation. But we also don't think and don't unthinkingly dismiss anyone just because they can collect Social Security. Obviously, you lose a step physically as you age, but the presidency doesn't require carrying sofas up the White House stairs. And science increasingly finds that aging brains make more connections, perhaps because they have more history to work with. Sheesh. And you wonder why the L.A. Times had to lay off 115 people or 20% of their newsroom? Joe Biden, much like the newspaper industry, is cooked. And the heat of the flame from the lamestream media for Joe is not going to die down anytime soon. And that's the big take. The Big Take on Kale and Company. All right, Big Take this morning brought to you by Budget Blinds. BudgetBlinds.com, your one-stop shop for blinds, shades, shutters, custom drapery, and motorization, free in-home consultations, and the only no-questions-asked warranty in the business. Ask about their exclusive inspired collection online at BudgetBlinds.com. If you would like to weigh in, you can certainly do so. 855-839-1210 on social media at 1210WPHT. And, of course, in the YouTube comment section, just go to YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT and hit the like and subscribe buttons. We'll come back, get some thoughts on the weekend that was for Joe Biden, including more damning news with the latest ABC polls, as we'll hit on that when we come back. Nick Dawn and Greg, Kale and Company, on this Monday morning on Talk Radio 1210WPHT. Hopefully you won big yesterday with FanDuel for uh, last night's Super Bowl victory for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think I got three out of my four bets correct. Plus, Gronk missed the uh, kick. 
So now we move on to basketball. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. You can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, and exclusive props, and so much more. I love the FanDuel app. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Greg, FanDuel.com slash Greg, and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHD and the NBA. By the way, props to FanDuel... uh, the FanDuel commercial last night with uh, the tribute to Carl Weathers. 21 and over, President PA, first online room money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issue does not withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. It's Kale and Company on demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. It is Kale and Company. Happy Monday to all of you that. Decided to get up, like usual, and go to work on this Monday after the Super Bowl and not mail it in and take a day off. Nick, Don, and Greg here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app and, of course, watch us live on YouTube. Cut Sheet 745 and then this morning at 8.30, day number eight Eight. of our Disney keyword. Almost halfway through... And we'll give you another one for another chance to get the seven-night cruise in the Caribbean with you and three others. So that's coming up at 8.30 this morning. Uh, Very interesting weekend. I would say it's a week and a weekend that the Bidens and the Biden administration and Democrats would like to forget. You've got CNN doing all of this detailed fact-checking. Uh, Politico putting out a story about Biden not happy with his attorney general, Merrick Garland. And, of course, the New York Post and the Biden administration with a story about, oh, you know what, you know, some of the wealthy Democratic bankers, powerful people. We don't like the fact that this guy, Mr. Jamie Dimon, D-I-M-O-N, by the way, not Diamond, is he's MAGA curious. I don't know. Does that make him like MAGA light, MAGA medium? I mean, I never heard of that before. I'm not really a Trump supporter, but I'm MAGA curious. So I got to ask you, you know, of all this stuff from the weekend, you know, Don, um, you know, you've been doing this for a long time in this industry. Greg, you as well. Have either of you acquired with age any superpowers? (laughs) Because that's what the L.A. Times is saying that Joe Biden has done. Of all of the hit pieces that are coming out now from left wing media, Like the New York Times, and they've got two scathing op-eds that we'll get to in a moment. The L.A. Times, which, as I mentioned in the big take, laid off 115 people. They shut down about a quarter of their newsroom, decided to write an op-ed piece this weekend that, you know what? Everybody and their mom knows that Joe Biden is too old to do this job. But why don't we come up with a thousand words? We'll put it together in a column. We'll run it on digital. We'll run it in a print publication. And we'll say, actually, you know what? Joe's got superpowers, and it's his age and wisdom. He doesn't know what he had for lunch, and we're going to talk about that being a superpower? I don't know about that. It's bizarre. It's embarrassing, right? Like, I mean, we're everybody has bailed on Joe, and yet there's, and I'm sure there's probably others out there. You know, if I looked around and found a Detroit newspaper or a Phoenix paper or the Atlanta journal concert, you can still find these embarrassing columns out there. And I'm not sitting here denying that people that are older are very wise, but when you're at Joe's point 
where whatever wisdom, let's just say he was with it, completely with his faculties, that column would carry weight. Hey, Joe's been around. He's been you know in the the political field for fifty years. You know he's talked to every world leader under the sun. Yes, with with age does come wisdom, but also with age comes the deterioration of your cognitive faculties. And when basically your attorney general comes out and says we can't prosecute him because he's going to come off sympathetic to a jury that he's just a well-intending, well-meaning old guy who's lost his brain. It's a bad look for the president of the United States and a bad look for the L.A. Times. So figured I'd share that. Now, here's the poll that I think is fascinating from the weekend. As this is, now keep in mind, this is after the report comes out on Thursday that was basically saying that Joe Biden is like a punch-drunk fighter out on his feet. The new ABC poll comes out. It's the Ipsos Knowledge Panel where 86% of Americans think that Biden at 81 is too old to serve another term as president. I would love to chat with that 14% that thinks he's not too old to serve as president. 62% of Americans also believe that Trump, who is 77, is too old to serve as president. And 73% of Democrats think Biden is too old to serve. So bottom line is the majority of people think both of them are too old to serve as president. That is correct. Okay. That is That's, correct. That should be the takeaway. So, and somehow Trump's, Trump's numbers went up as well, which I found fascinating. Because it was not a week where Trump was saying anything of the forgetful nature. It was Biden. Yet coincidentally enough, both of their numbers went up. From the prior ABC poll, I believe the previous version had Joe around 71 percent. So he would be up 15 points to 86. Donald Trump, who is at 73 percent or I'm sorry, 62 percent. That number was only in the 50 percentile the last time they did this ABC Ipsos poll. I almost called it the Ipso Facto poll. But that would be <laughs> that would be one that we do on the YouTube chat. So there you have it. Eighty six percent saying that Joe's too old. Concerns about both candidates have increased since September, when the ABC News and Washington Post poll found that seventy four percent of Americans thought Biden was too old, and forty nine percent said the same about Donald Trump. And of course, the Veep has to get involved as Vice President Kamala Harris has called this uh, report from Mr. Murr, uh, Mr. Her, politically motivated. I, you know Democrats are in their feelings when they are saying their own guy is... Pol- what, what does Merrick Garland have to gain by saying what he said about Joe Biden and his mental faculties? Him and Robert Herr, special counsel, they go through this whole long, arduous process. They claim that this was months and months and months, right? Why would this be politically motivated for either one of those guys? I don't think it's politically motivated at all. I think it's just the facts are the facts. When they sat down and they spoke with this guy, he didn't have any answers. He didn't know when he was vice president. We heard that on Thursday come out in the story. He didn't know when his son had passed away. He was off by multiple years. I believe it was quoted as several years off from when his son died. And then when he comes out and tries to defend himself, he doesn't know where he got the rosary that he's holding. And he's combative in nature with, I thought, very fair questions late Thursday night that we played for you on Friday and talked about. So pretty remarkable stuff on that front. The only thing I'm going to say about this, number one, is that 
for Kamala Harris, for the vice president to come out and say that this was politically motivated doesn't really make sense. No. And ultimately, she she is an attorney. You know, she certainly knows that you that he her. In other words, he had to cite all of those reasons if he's going to say that we don't have enough to go forth because he just couldn't recall anything. Mm hmm. And they they had two full days. Because remember, we talked about it when KJP came out and said, "Oh, he's uh, clearing his schedule." Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. And it was during the and we we're like, "What? What's going on?" Then we later learned it wasn't right away that they cleared the schedule so he could be questioned. But now they're making the excuse, "Well, it was during the crisis." Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't make sense either. So were you or were you not? Right. But ultimately, I, from what I'm reading, from what I understand, if you're going to go with that, if you're going to go there and say, hey, he definitely broke the rules, but we don't have enough to say the intent, mm-hmm. uh, the, that, that he had the intent to break the law, which that whole thing is bizarre to me. Because right. that's like if you get pulled over speeding and you say, not that, not that I've ever done this before, <laughs> but, oh my goodness, I didn't know that this, that the speed limit changed from whatever, you know, right. 50 to 35. And they always say, well, it, that's too bad. Right. Right. Because like, the law. Ignorance is no defense, right? Right. Like, you need to be aware of that. And to your point. So right. look at this. How yeah. come? So I think that's the confusion. But I think that if you're going to go down that, down that road, mm-hmm. then every single, that's why he had to say over and over and over and over he didn't recall. Yep. But I still think it's it's stinky that especially when he was a senator and everybody was talking about that. Even mm-hmm. off the record they were talking about that. Like yep. to sneak something off the shift like that it's the skiff like that is it's really really difficult. Did mm-hmm. he put it in his pant leg? Did he put it in his <laughs> pants? I mean, people have gone to jail for that before. Oh yeah, you're so, absolutely right. Right? So mm-hmm. how so I think that it it just muddies the water, muddies the waters. I think it certainly helped. No matter what anybody says, it helps Trump. I would agree. And I was just going to go there because if you're Donald Trump now, you you look back and and we know he watches mainstream media. CNN is burying Joe Biden with fact-checking. Politico, the New York Post, the New York Times. It's almost as if all of the usual suspects that defend and prop Joe up are now kind of doing the bidding for Trump himself. If I'm Trump, I'm re- I'm creating little snippets of all of these outlets and all of these headlines from newspapers, and I'm using those for political ads saying, hey, America, if the New York Times is burying Joe, you know that they are out on this guy. And the Daily Mail, with a, a chronicling of the... Uh, really, the the 360 that the New York Times has done on just the last week of Joe Biden, and the headlines read as follows from the Daily Mail, this article I have, The week Biden lost the New York Times, liberal papers editorial board unleashes astonishing broadside warning of a, quote, dark moment as it runs back-to-back opinion pieces knifing the elderly president after damning special counsel report. They go on to say Biden's lack of enthusiasm on the campaign trail and his doddering public appearances are huge concerns, according to the liberal New York Times. Anxieties from the Times editorial board and opinion writers show how worried they are that Biden might not be able to beat bad man Donald Trump this year. They go on to say that Joe Biden is incapable of assuring voters that he can handle another presidential term. 
His team has no plan on how to deal with his senile behavior, and he should simply not be running for re-election. I mean, there's precedent for for him to drop out and for somebody to take his place. They LBJ did that in '68, I think it was. Um, so it has happened before. If they wait till the convention, I think the the waters will get muddied. So if he's going to do it, he should do it soon. Um, I guys, I just I don't think he's going to drop out. I don't think there's I don't think there's a shot. That so you've out. now flipped back to he, he will be in, the nominee. I do, and I've gone from he was going to be to he will be replaced. Yep, absolutely at some point. Yeah, no, this I is think, unbelievable. I think that, <laughs> and I know there's all kinds of reports of uh, Gavin Newsom in California or he's in Vegas or something meeting with billionaires, hobnobbing, hobnobbing. I I get all of that. I just I just don't see any circumstance where he drops out. Got. Unless, God forbid, something happens to him. So you don't think Jill could talk him out of it? You don't think, you know... She won't. She she has no signs of doing this. What what if the powers that be, whoever that is, they all sit down, hey, Jill, we got to talk. We are going to lose to Donald Trump if you do not convince your husband to step aside and let us insert Gavin Newsom. You don't think that she can be convinced into it? Nope. So these two stubborn people are going to ride it all the way out? 100%. Okay. I I, might, really, I mean you might be right. I believe this and I think I think his actions him coming out and doing that press conference right after this to try and clear everything up uh that that bizarre ad he did on shrinkflation that we'll play later there's nothing that I can see in him mm-hmm. that that shows signs of a guy that is getting ready to exit stage left. Yeah. But this week, as I said last week, because I'm still I'm going to double down on what I said last week with my conspiracy theory. This week, I believe, should be his annual examination. Yep. So let's see what comes. Let's see if the doctor comes out and says, yep, great. He's perfectly healthy and all is good to go go to Walter Reed. Mm -hmm. It's usually right around the 15th. Last year it was the 16th of February. Mm hmm. So I'm thinking this Thursday. Okay. By the way, um, I'll, I'm I'm going to get to this later, yes, but sir. waiting in the weeds, Ooh. RFK Jr., yep. who had an ad. Did you last see that night. Ad? It was probably it was really good. One of the most effective things yep. I've ever seen. Taking off of his father's 1960 campaign. It's a it's one of the most famous ads ever. Yep. yep. And putting his face in there, it was and. It was right there in the Super Bowl. Yep. Mm-hmm. So don't discount that guy either. I think that was in the first half as well, right? It was. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yep. But when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is good. Mm-hmm. I will play it coming up. You will? Right. Yeah. Sounds good. 855-839-1210. If you want to climb in, well, if Joe is going to be replaced at some point, this individual believes it will not be a certain individual that gets the nod. We'll get to those details as we wrap up the 6 o'clock hour next here on Kale & Company. Nick, Don and Greg on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. There's no place like home. You've heard me talk about Chapman, the Chapman family team. They've done such beautiful work on my home to make my home more beautiful, more energy efficient. I just think the world of the Chapman family team, and I love all the work that they've done in my home. You know by now, if I needed windows, doors, siding, I would only trust the Chapman team Maybe you wouldn't think of Chapman right away for siding or stucco remediation. 
but you should. I would trust no one else with this kind of investment in your home. So if you're thinking of updating your current siding or maybe removing your stucco and then replacing it with siding, I want you to think Chapman. With the new updated siding choices available, the curb appeal of your home is going to pop. If you're currently, if you have stucco, updating it with James Hardy plank or vinyl siding will certainly add value to your home. It's just beautiful. You got to check out the James Hardy plank at Chapman Windows Siding um, online, ChapmanWindowsDoors.com. So here's the thing. Right now, it's the time to get ahead of the ball. Plan your siding project for this year. The certified Chapman installers, they are the professionals you want on the job. So if you or somebody you know are maybe looking for windows, doors, siding, shutters, or all the beautiful hardware options or stucco remediation, new siding, just give them a call. You can text them, 610-431-8898. You can do that virtual tour that I talked about, chapmanwindowsdoors.com, chapmanwindowsdoors.com. Chapman, the name I trust. Tell Dawn sent you. This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Monday morning, Dawn will have some news to kick off hour number two. Also, some more scathing commentary from the New York Times on Joe Biden. And also the hypocrisy of the New York Times with some of their headlines with mentally fit to serve. We'll point that out in a couple of minutes. Also, what Carl Rove has to say in regards to whether or not Michelle Obama would be the replacement for Joe. But could it be an independent? Could it be Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who decided to make some headlines and some splashy news? I thought this was a very strategic and tactically sound maneuver by Mr. It, Kennedy. And it came out of nowhere, too. Never I, expected Never that, expected right? Because you see all of these high-tech ads with yep. uh, with all kinds of effects and all these celebrities, and then you see this ad from literally he took his uncle's ad from 1960 mm-hmm. and just put his face in and yep. put and changed uh, John John F Kennedy to Robert Kennedy. Yep. It, it was it was very 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 well done. Right, so you want to go to the tape and yeah. uh, get to YouTube you can see the visual side and uh, obviously you'll hear the ad as well. And anybody I believe this was the 1960 campaign um anybody who um who's alive then remembers this very well this is cut 18 phil go do you want a man for president who's seasoned through and through and has all of his pictures god what a throwback. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's strictly up to you. There's Bobby. American Value 2024 is responsible for the content of this advertisement. I thought that was really well wow. done. A major surprise. Yep. I don't recall seeing anything else political. Do you? Or was there a Joe moment? No. No. There was nothing else. I okay. I thought, like, why wouldn't Trump have put up a campaign ad? I thought he was going to do some counter-programming. I thought maybe, and I, I think I mentioned this on Thursday or Friday show, it was Friday when we had Sean Farash on yep. about doing some, you know, type of counter, you know, posting or some message. I think Joe posted something on his, one of his presidential Twitter feeds, a video last night but there was no there was nothing else on cbs that i noticed political so peter m writes i thought i read on twitter that he takes no credit for the ad so was it some pack that put it out 
Kennedy's think, saying he doesn't take credit for that? I think they say it at the end. Hang on. Oh. Hang on. I'm just going to play the American Value 2024 is responsible for the American Value 2024 is responsible for the content of this advertisement. Well, we got to find out who American Value what, what, yeah. what group that is. Yeah. That's a super pack. Okay. Yeah. All right. 855-839-1210. We'll come back, get some news from Dawn to kick off hour number two, and then continue on with some of the themes and the trends here when it comes to the disastrous last seven days for Joe Biden. If there is a successor, one person apparently hates politics and will not be involved. The details next on Kale & Company. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.